Welcome to Bachelor Distilled, where the whiskey is good, but the bachelor is better. We're your hosts, Jonathan Smeltzer and Andrew Silliman, and each week we're following Peter Weber as he navigates through the clouds of women that surround him, and he tries to find a safe place to land with the co-pilot of his choice. This week, Andrew and I discuss why it might be best to drink champagne from a glass, how Victoria F's sky seems to be falling at all times, and a few predictions for Peter's future. So without further ado, please buckle your seatbelts, put up your trays, and have your seats in the upright position as we take off for week two. Okay. Andrew, we're into episode two, and things are starting to get a little dramatic. <laughs> that is, uh, that's definitely happening. I think uh, episode two is definitely starting to uh, to heat up a little bit in the in the drama department. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I uh, I was very happy that Peter showed Hannah out at the beginning of the show. To be honest with you, I cannot agree more. But before we jump into it, uh, is there is there anything? Are you drinking anything right now? I uh, I'm sipping on a little Buffalo Trace that I had downstairs, trying to finish off a bottle. Okay, so I'm I'm drinking Woodford Reserve. I got some for Christmas uh, for my brother-in-law, and I'm also trying to finish off the bottle. Um, Okay, so we're, we got our drinks in hand, uh, and last night some things went down, and I, going back to what you just mentioned, I I cannot stop thinking about what you said last week about how Hannah loves the attention, and it's, it's not about Peter, and I know last week I, I did not agree with you, but this week I could not agree more. I am so over Hannah, and I think that she is completely 100% all about the attention and what I was saying to uh, to Heather was if if she were if she were sure about Peter she would not be so confused still right yeah there's definitely a lot of confusion especially after time has has come and gone I mean she met him a while back and had has had plenty of opportunities to reach out she you know she reached out to Tyler C and never reached out to Peter, and then now there's this opportunity. And anyway, I totally agree with you. I think it's all about her, all about the attention. I'm so happy that Peter said no. Do you think this is the last of Hannah we will see in Peter's season? With all the dramatic things that they're they're foreshadowing in the previews, I want to believe that Hannah's involved in that somewhere. I am going to agree with you. I think based on her agreeing to do two episodes of the show already and we know how much peter's family loved hannah i know his dad was kind of asking peter if he was over hannah at one point but right i have a feeling that that's not the last of hannah b i think more than ever i i think that the producers have so much say i think we don't realize how much say they have and how things go down it's like the hunger games they are manipulating this game to get the outcome that they want and i think that obviously drama is such a lure for, for i mean that's why i watch it it's it's I, like my mouth is gaping open half the time and i think that hannah hannah brings too much drama to the table for her not to be involved in this season uh Correct. more than we've already totally seen agree. her so do you how do you feel about peter canceling the rest of the date i think dude i think peter fudged up on that i think it was so 
poor. <laughs> I, I understand his reasoning, and I can't say that I wouldn't have done the same thing. I'm glad that he was honest with where what he needed to do. But I, I'm with the girls on this. It is not fair to them for them to put their lives on hold to come see him and then for him to be like, hey, I'll see y'all later <laughs> on <laughs> after a decision that he made that resulted in what happened. You know what I mean? I I was just so happy Natasha, <laughs> who's becoming one of my favorite characters <laughs> in the show, was not afraid to just call him out just straight up. I know like, it. Yo, dog, this this isn't cool. You see any of our ex-boyfriends around here? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, I thought of you when Natasha said something. I was like, <laughs> I, I see why Andrew likes her so much. Yeah, I think uh, good for her. And um, I think as a result of how things went down, I was actually really surprised with McKenna. You know, last week I was thinking, you know, she's going to turn out to be a sort of a villain type. But I really, I think after everything, the way everything went down, the way she handled certain scenarios, I really liked how composed she was about everything. Yeah, she she seems like a pretty confident girl. Uh, I liked when she... So she's the one who's in the competition to get Peter's attention. But when they had some time together, she kind of turned it around and was challenging Peter and asked how you know he would impress her instead of just assuming that she had to be the one who was impressing Peter the whole time. And then he danced for her. He danced for her, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I made a note when he did that. I said, you know what? Peter has a lot going for him, but dancing is not one of them. I think it's safe to say he's a better pilot than dancer. <laughs> but hey, he, he leaned into it, and that's part of Peter's charm. He's not afraid of being a little goofy. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that about him. And dude, he is into McKenna. I like He like had her up on the table and like going to town. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, we're definitely kind of funneling down some people into front runner status. I definitely agree with that. I think, um, obviously there's more left to be explored with that relationship, but obviously off the bat, a strong physical connection with McKenna. And I, I really like McKenna. I liked her personality, I liked how she handled things and, uh, you know, she's, I could see why Peter is all over her. Uh, yeah, I can too. Christian doesn't understand why anybody would look at McKenna. She thinks she's a little child. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I respectfully disagreed with her assertion on that one. Right. Yeah. That's funny. Um, a little child. Do you think it's because of her, the way she looks or the way she acts? I think it's because of the way she looks. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. I don't think that, but nonetheless, no one asked me. Uh, so moving on from McKenna, I mean, how, how do you think Peter handled the whole thing with, with the girls? Um, I think he, I think it's pretty evident. He still has feelings for Hannah mm. when he reiterated to her quote, I've never said no to you. Mm. And I think it was pretty, pretty evident where his attention was when he spent all his time with her instead of meandering, you know, with each of the girls when they were trying to come up with their stories or whatever for the yeah. challenge. And they were all like, where's Peter? Where's Peter? Oh my God, where's Peter? Right. <laughs> and so they, I think they were kind of on to what was going on. So yeah, I mean, canceling the thing. So I'm kind of torn because I didn't want him to cancel the date, but I thought that particular challenge about having to come up with an awkward sex story is kind of weird and I don't know, a little cringy. <laughs> I so forgot. I wasn't upset that they canceled that. 
Right. I actually forgot that that was what the the challenge was because it, it picked up from last week. But yeah, now that you mentioned, I'm glad it didn't it didn't pan out. That would have been surely awkward. But uh, I want to I want to hang around on the Hannah thing just for a, a few more minutes because when you were saying that, it made me think about um, what Peter is going through. And like I remember thinking while the whole thing was going down. You know, he does make that comment, you know, I've never said no to you. And I think he's realizing for the maybe the first time or maybe it's just hitting home a little more than it has in the past. But he's he's realizing, you know what, I've never said no. And we're still in this situation where you're so confused. And right. I I don't know. I've I think you can really have strong feelings for somebody and then realize, you know what, this person hasn't chosen me. And I want to be with somebody who, hands down, no questions asked, chooses me. And so maybe that's what he's what he's feeling. But that's just some food for thought. I don't know. What do you think about that? I don't think I can disagree with that. I hope that's what he's decided. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I, I'm, I'm afraid that it's not. Yeah. Because there seems to be some pretty nice girls in this field. If you can call it a field. Is it a field? What, what do we call these people? Contestants? <laughs> a field. Contenders. A field of women. No, nowhere else yeah. in the world is it okay to have a field of women to choose from and hook up with, except for Bachelor Nation. <laughs> uh, yeah, and nobody, <laughs> nobody likes men who date multiple women, except for the people who watch the show about a man dating multiple. So whatever. Nonetheless, here we are. Okay, so moving, uh, moving on from the Hannah debacle, we, we're over Hannah. We're glad that Peter. Uh, we're glad that Peter has moved on, uh, seemingly so at least. And we're not sure if Hannah's going to be coming back and forth. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'm trying to think. If there's anything else that was standing out to me? Oh, oh my gosh, uh, Kelsey. Let's talk about Kelsey. <laughs> let's let's please do that, <laughs> dude. I <laughs> I called you. I called you last night. Almost. <laughs> out of breath because of what I witnessed. And you were about 15 minutes ahead of me and you called dying laughing on the phone and I had no idea what you were talking about or anything. <laughs> what did you did you figure out what I was talking about? Uh indeed, indeed I did figure that out. Um I, I, I just have to say whoever that producer or cameraman is who got all this on film, they need a raise immediately (laughs) because that was absolutely hilarious the whole unfolding (laughs) dude i don't i do not even care how savage that producer was for for doing that (laughs) that was absolute gold like that is what this show is all about that is what keeps me coming back when that when she was like regained composure after the whole hannah ann stealing the champagne and she's like okay you know peter had the good save he came in mr suave was like okay let's let's drink out of you know i got a champagne bottle for us let's pop it open you and me and she's like oh thank god peter's come to save the day and she's like you know let's drink out of the bottle and then it explodes on her face i I could not believe how good that was. I mean, from there's fr- no coming back from that either. Like you're forever the girl who <laughs> lost her champ, lost her crap on somebody else opening up your champagne bottle, and then all of a sudden Peter's like, "Oh, we don't need glasses, dude. We can just drink it straight from the bottle." Great idea. 
You know the producer in the back, like, before handing it to Peter, was, like, holding the champagne bottle behind their back and just shaking it as fast as they can, like a shake weight. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> I I can't believe how, how good that was. I, I'm still not over it. I And she's the perfect, like, mark. She <laughs> really is. If you could have is. done it to anybody on the show, like, she takes herself way too seriously. She's super emotional. She was already pretty drunk. Mm-hmm. So, oh, dude, oh, she's man. she's the villain. Yeah, she's uh, she's the villain that the producers kept around. She's a producer pick. Why else would she get a rose unless he just felt super sorry it, for her? Exactly. Yeah, I I think it's kind of a blurry line which one it was, but I think she's definitely she is too too way too much drama to let go for at least you know halfway through the season, and the producers will <laughs> definitely keep her around. I don't even care that it's not real and that the producers are keeping her around because it is so good. Agreed. Yes, and I'm for it. I'm here for it. Speaking of drama, I think that her and Victoria F are two peas in a pod. You know, it's like everything's wrong. Everything's being taken away from me. Everything's against me, and it's just one of those misery loves company sort of scenarios. Uh, absolutely, they're both chicken little. The sky is always falling. Exactly. On those two people. And I the whole time I just was thinking, you know what? Like with the with the whole Kelsey thing, she kept complaining. You know, Hannah Ann took this from me. Hannah's Anna's this. Nothing goes right for me. I just want to be happy for once in my life. And it's like, you know what? Your mindset is terrible and if it's gonna if it stays that way you're not gonna you're not gonna be happy yeah and so i i actually wanted to say this i think hannah ann has this perception that she has created for herself and the other people believe like that she's super young super immature good looking girl that has never really had to deal with anything Mm -hmm. and i was pretty impressed with how she handled the kelsey thing like she didn't raise her voice she didn't go crazy she just said, look, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to do that. I've acknowledged that you're upset and there's nothing I can do about it now. And we're going to. I totally agree. So, and, and it's like she went out of her way to try and talk through it. And yeah, I think there's times where Hannah Ann can come like the way she does a delivery. It can kind of be like I'm above you in this situation. And like I'm just, you know, I'm the one who's cool, calm and collected. And I could see where that makes someone more upset. But at the end of the day. She's going out of her way to try and, and smooth over a situation that went sour. I think, you know, she, I think she's being honest. And yeah, I mean, I think the whole the whole thing like where she's like, you know, telling Peter, hey, she's bullying me. And then, you know, Kelsey's like, oh, well, she doesn't know what bullying is. And then she went back to the whole group and she made this comment like um, someone here thinks that I've been bullying them. It's like you're that's what you're bullying right now. Yeah, we we all saw you bully her exactly. and you're being a bully right now. Sometimes, yeah. so, okay, when when scenarios like this go down where the whole group's involved, you know, there's two girls going at it and then everyone else is kind of in the circle with them. I wish Peter would go up to them and be like, okay, you got, you, all you girls live in the house together. These two girls are telling me two different things. I need to know what's the truth. And I think it would be such, I wish the producers would make that happen because it would be such a good scene. (laughs) It'd be like throwing a grenade into the room. Like (laughs) Peter walked in there. All right. So everybody not named Kelsey and Hannah, tell me what's happening right now. And everybody talk at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Or at least get the two girls together and be like, okay, you're telling me this. You're telling me this. What's happening? And then. See, I, I think it's pretty, 
not to cut you off, but I think it's pretty clear, like, who... Because Kelsey straight up told him, I don't like that girl. And he, she said that, like, three or four times. Like That's a good point. Yeah, I think it's Peter pretty sees. clear, yeah. like, who the weirdo is. Like, yeah, she's she's a dramatic producer, Keep, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah, you're right. I think <laughs> Peter sees it. Because she, like, she just was so emotional so many times. And he just, I'm sure he's thinking, like, this is going to be a long ride. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of uh, mascara running down her face every episode. What did you think of the uh, the modeling uh, competition? So it was much more classy than I thought it was going to end up being, <laughs> which tells you a lot about previous Bachelor situations. Um, right. First of all, uh, who is the the lady? Uh, I can't remember the the judge. She was the like the world's first supermodel. Right. Yeah. I think like. Jan- I don't know. Janice I- Dickinson. Yeah. I remember her from those VH1 shows like Flava of Love or something like that. I don't know if you ever watched that. No, not familiar. Um, yeah, she she's come a long way since 2005 and <laughs> she needs different hair. She <laughs> she needs some help. Let's get a new wig for her. But no, I think the I think the fashion show was good. I didn't think anybody's outfit choice was untasteful or unflattering i thought they all looked pretty good to be honest with you yeah i will say that the the only thing that stood out to me was the whole victoria f monologue so we know we're having the interview with her and she's playing this whole like i'm so shy i'm so i'm so this and nothing i'm I'm horrible in these situations and the thing that stood out to me after the whole thing went down so before before the the competition was taking place she's playing you know I don't like this. You know, I'm no good at this. I'm horrible in these situations. And I think she's a type of person who bows out when things feel difficult. So it's like she, but she thinks she's the only one who's having a difficult time. And then we see when the competition happens and some things start going her way, she's all of a sudden misconfident. Everything's going great. And the world is so good. And Peter noticed me and yada, yada, yada. But when she loses, it's all of a sudden you know, things are awful. Things are horrible. And I just, it's, it's an exhausting kind of personality. And I just, I, I, it's hard to watch. I mean, she's, she's a total head case. And when it comes to conversing, I, I don't really know how she got on the show. Cause she's a total snoozer when she's talking to people. I, it, like, that's the thing. That's the thing, man. She, Peter went to her and like, was like, after everything went down and she lost and it was poo poo on her, you know, Peter <laughs> went out of his way to try and help her like come back from that. And she was just like, yeah, I'm fine. And giving him nothing. It's not- <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I, did you have fun today? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on, like <laughs> you, Peter is like trying to help you out here. And he, I mean, I think it was really, you know, very sweet of Peter, obviously that he took her and took her aside and gave her some privacy. And she kind of was like, oh, thank you. Like, yes, I just, this is so hard. And I think I, my worry is that Peter sees her and is like, wow, she looked really hot in some lingerie. We made out. It was awesome. I'm really, cause she's very, I think she's very pretty, but at the end of the day, I think the car, the relationship's not going to go deep and eventually we'll see her go bye-bye. I uh, totally agree. Yeah. She, and it's not like she came in last place. It wasn't like the judges were like, you suck. You're the worst. She came in second and lost to an actual model. <laughs> yeah. That's a good so, like, point. It'd be like me losing a, shooting competition to Steph Curry. Like obviously that's gonna happen. You're yeah. a professional basketball player. Fair point. That's a good point, man. But you know So she's a head case. She she has no confidence. Conversely, I think Mykenna has a lot of confidence. I think Natasha has a lot of confidence. 
Yes. And Hannah Ann has a lot of confidence, and that's attractive to guys. I totally agree. And and the, those are obviously pe- people that are standing out to Peter, especially. I feel like Natasha is going to become the friend. Uh because I, f- I feel like most seasons have like a friend figure where the bachelor is like going to the friend figure like, hey, what's going on? You know, how are you feeling? I just don't see that relationship going much more than that. But I think he's very attracted to her confidence. I'll be, but she could be like one of those contestants where it's where it's like, wow, you really surprised us, and the you know relationship goes until the fat last few rounds. So I think that's what I see there. And then McKenna, obviously is definitely confident and Peter's into it and but I think Hannah Ann is definitely the top of those girls oh yeah I mean she's I would be pretty surprised if she didn't make it to at least the last three or four episodes yeah I'm with you on that um okay so we're kind of hitting the the 30 minute mark uh is there anything else that stood out to you before we move on to who we think front runners are and next week's predictions we didn't see much of madison this episode like the only main segment with her was when he gave her that picture from their date oh and yes one thing i wrote down was that she was not very good at talking either like all she she just kept laughing every time he said something (laughs) so i I don't know if she was halfway into a champagne bottle or what but she seemed kind of loopy yeah she i I think she was feeling giddy. My take was that she was feeling very giddy and just really happy to see Peter. Um, But yeah, I I mean, I just don't see... I see that initial attraction and connection that they have, but I just see more realistically... I see that same attraction that Peter has for Madison with like McKenna, Kelly, and Hannah Ann. And I feel like those, at least definitely Hannah Ann and Kelly, I see it being a more real relationship. I don't even remember Kelly being in this episode. Oh, she was not anywhere to be seen this episode, but... Other than the rose ceremony. Yeah, I think she had her... There's like main characters every every episode. I had to look her up just to make sure I knew who we were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was not a main character this episode. I think she's going to be next episode. What about, what do you think will happen going forward? Do you have any dark horses that might emerge? So this this is what I have in my predictions for next week. I think that I, I really, I don't have a name in in my mind, but I do have a feeling that next week we're going to see a one-on-one with somebody who would be a dark horse who surprises not only the audience, but also surprises Peter. Oh, and okay. I think this might seem crazy. Victoria F. could be a dark horse, I think. If she'll open up and not play this whole insecure card, I think she could be a dark horse. Or someone that just came to mind um, is the girl who has the red uh, sports car. What's her name? Do you remember? Lexi. Okay. I think Lexi's a dark horse uh, because... Peter obviously thinks highly of her because he gave her, he also gave her a gift. All right. So I have a theory about this. Okay. I don't see why Lexi is on the show. I don't think there's anything attractive. (laughs) And my theory about the car is that he remembered somebody drove up in a cool car and he remembered the car, but he forgot who it was. So he was walking around with this little figurine in his jacket all night until somebody (laughs) cued him and was like, Oh, yeah, you're the girl with the amazing car. That's funny. And it, just like that, magic, I got a little bitty car in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I Wow, that's that's a convincing argument. 
I was thinking that she's going to be a dark horse, but uh, maybe not after after that I, argument. I'm out on her as a dark horse. My dark horse is Sydney, who ooh, I I don't think anything of. I think she's a pretty big airhead, which I think she's going to go pretty far into the show based on her looks and her willingness to be patient with everything and all the drama. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> some of the things she says just don't make any sense, and I don't know. I I think she's gonna end up going farther than than people may have thought. I think we should wrap up episode two. It's been it's been a fun uh, first two episodes, and based on the teaser trailers at the end, I think this entire season is gonna be phenomenal. 